The following episode can be viewed on the YouTube channel Bernie or Bust Television. Good morning, USA, and welcome to another episode of the Bernie or Bust Show. It appears that some of our favorite lefty pundits may be waking up. It's probably too late, but it's good to see. But I mean, like, what I think a lot of people are realizing, and I saw a tweet from Glenn Greenwald that kind of said this, is that, you know, if we want true change in this country, we have to defeat the Democratic Party. Like, if we can beat them in the primaries, then we'll win in the general. Progressives win big. Obama beat two Republicans. Because he was perceived as a progressive. I perceived him that way. He wasn't really a progressive. So if a fake progressive can win, think what a real progressive would do against Donald Trump or certainly against an establishment Republican. The moderates lose, right? John Kerry, Hillary Clinton, probably Joe Biden. And, you know, as I saw the results roll in, it was honestly astonishing. And I thought, look, all the Democrats were just talking about how they're totally cool. It's just like stealing the election. You had um, one representative, I think, from South Carolina talk about how, you know, it's not really the voters who choose. It's actually the party officials who choose the nominee. So I was thinking, oh, well, I wonder, because Joe Biden is such a terrible candidate, is there a chance that they'd replace him at the convention? But then I reminded myself, well, that presupposes that they actually want to win. And I genuinely don't think many Democrats want to win. I mean, if you're Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, if you've get if you've got another four years of Donald Trump, then you can fundraise off of Donald Trump. He's great for fundraising. You can you know sit back, not pass any policies or pass policies, and then say, well, look, we tried to pass them, but the Republicans won't allow a vote in the Senate. Like, they want an excuse. They don't actually want to give us policies. I mean, when they had a supermajority, they could have done so much to change our lives. And we got a right-wing healthcare reform plan, not even a public option. So, I mean, the Democratic Party is just, I don't know what to say about them. It may be too late for them. They may never be able to win over millennials and Zoomers. But they don't care. Mike, wake up. Figure this out, kid. They don't care. They don't care if Zoomers and Millennials come around. They would rather keep you apathetic and disenfranchised and not voting. They use their legacy media to keep the Boomers in line. That's all they need. Boomers turned out in record numbers the last two Tuesdays. Figure it out, kid. They want to keep you apathetic. They never intend to help you. They never intend to give you good health care. They never intend to release your generation from crushing student loan debt not to mention medical debt. The point of the Democratic Party is to offer weak, ineffective resistance to the Republican Party. They don't care if they ever win again. Their gravy train keeps rolling. Their gig flow keeps going. They're happy. They like it like this. Because they're not adopting any of the policies that we want. And even if they pay lip service to these policy ideas, that still probably isn't going to be enough. With how bad they've you know hurt their credibility, they actually have to deliver. That's the only way I can ever see myself being enthusiastic to support another Democrat. If they actually like pass Medicare for all, that would change my entire outlook. Like I would still disagree with them on other issues, but at least they pass something that really transforms our lives. They don't want to transform your life. They don't give a shit about you. You keep waiting for them to wake up and think, oh, these young voters, we need them. They don't need you. They don't need progressives. They don't want progressives. 
They've rigged it to keep the progressives out. You look so worried and surprised that, at what's happening. Oh, those DNC operatives, they're so inept. No, they're smart, like a fox. They know exactly what they're doing. And unless we do something different, unless we progressives do something different, nothing will ever change. Voters say that health care is their number one issue, and they say Bernie is their number one choice on that issue. But with Donald Trump as president, electability has trumped all. And electability is so squishy and amorphous that establishment media was able to fully define it for voters and then dictate to them who they must vote for. But if half of politics is framing the debate, the other half is actual power. And on that metric, the left has a long way to go. Leftists have been in the wilderness of American politics for decades, shunned, smeared, irrelevant. That's no longer the case. But in terms of building out an actual electoral strategy, infrastructure, and policy chops, there is a whole lot of work to be done. We're going to be having those conversations about how to build in the days and weeks to come. But I will tell you this for sure. I will never allow myself to be put in a situation where my only two real presidential choices are basically shoot me or stab me. Sounds like Crystal is getting dangerously close to being Bernie or bust. I will do everything in my power to make sure we are never left in that situation again. So let's focus on the here and now. The Democratic establishment and its media allies, faced with their imminent demise, were able to throw everything behind their candidate of choice. Joe Biden is an empty vessel into which they can pour all of their corporatist aspirations. All the pigs that feast at the government trough will continue to be fed. All the same banksters will run the show. Fine. Y'all have made your choice of a fading old man who stands in opposition to all of the things that young people and working class people have told you matter to them. As friend of the show, Emma Vigeland tweeted, under a Biden presidency and the unlikely event that he's able to defeat Trump, there will be no Medicare for all, no Green New Deal, no tuition-free college, no student loan forgiveness, no legal marijuana, no wealth tax, no end of the wars, no trade reform. In case you had any doubts, here is Joe Biden telling Lawrence O'Donnell he would say screw you to the entire Democratic Party, not to mention the working class, by vetoing Medicare for all, which again was popular in every single state that's voted so far. And let's flash forward. Your president, Bernie Sanders, is still active in the Senate. He manages to get Medicare for all through the Senate in some compromised version, the Elizabeth Warren version or, or other version. Nancy Pelosi gets a version of it through the House of Representatives. It comes to your desk. Do you veto it? I would veto anything that delays providing the security and the certainty of health care being available now. If they got that through and by some miracle, and there was an epiphany that occurred, and some miracle occurred that said, okay, it's passed, then you got to look at the cost. I want to know, how did they find the $35 trillion? How did they find it for war, Joe? This clip was on the show yesterday, so you can go back and see what I said about it yesterday. I'll let it keep rolling here. But what we know is neoliberal Joe is never going to pass Medicare for all. He'll veto it every time. And he's going to probably try to figure out how to cut Social Security this time. He's tried lots of times in the past. Medicaid, Medicare, he doesn't want any of those things to happen. He's an austerity Democrat. But I said all that yesterday, so let's, let's keep rolling. What is that doing? Is it going to significantly raise taxes on the middle class? Which it will. What's going to happen? Uh, look, my opposition... It'll save money for the middle class, Joe, you absolute piece of shit. 
solution isn't to the principle that there should be you should have Medicare. I mean, I, everybody, mm-hmm. healthcare should be a right in America. My opposition relates to whether or not a it's doable, to what the cost is, and what the consequences for the rest of the budget are. How are you going to find thirty-five trillion dollars over the next ten years? He is trashing Medicare for all during an actual pandemic. Look fat. Joe can say what he wants, and party leaders in the media can line up behind whoever they want. But you're not, not going to tell me or anyone else that we now have to vote for that person. Voters don't owe you anything. Whoa! You hear that? That sounds very much like burning your bust, Crystal. Enough is enough. We're burning your bust. Enough is enough. We're burning your bust. Not entitled to their vote. It's not the way this thing works. You have to actually earn it. It's so clear now that the whole vote blue no matter who line is a total con job designed to quash any dissent so that they can fully shove any neoliberal corporatist nonsense down our throats, whether it's Jamie Dimon or trashing Medicare for all or standard issue warmongering foreign policy. We're supposed to just accept it all because at least it's not Donald Trump. The responsibility is placed wholly on the voters to suck it up and vote Joe. I'm not buying it. If the choice is Donald Trump or Joe Biden, you can mark me down as officially undecided. Now look, I'm never going to vote for Donald Trump, but I'm not sure at this point under these circumstances that I can vote for a Joe Kamala ticket or whatever ends up being on offer. I know how mad people are gonna be to hear that, how many ugly comments I'm gonna get on Twitter, which is weird since I thought only Bernie people posted mean Twitter comments. But honestly, I don't care because the policies and the critical importance of centering the working class isn't just some branding exercise or cosplay for me. I actually care about it. I'm willing to fight for it. And I also care about power. The moment that we all say, don't worry, Joe, we're all going to back you up, is the moment that the establishment sees they can do whatever they want to us and sell out the working class for all eternity and we're just going to take it. Think about this. Why do these freaking never-Trumpers and conservative Democrats have so much power? It's because they're constantly threatening, threatening to vote for the other team. We have to bend over backwards to keep them from wandering. But the left? No. We can spit in their face and they've still got to show up because... It almost sounds like she's saying we should vote directly for Donald Trump. That would be pretty wild. As Mitt Romney or Donald Trump or Josh Hawley or whoever is just too bad to contemplate the alternative. And by the way, if the corporatists lose again anyway after we all suck it up and vote Joe, they're still going to blame us. Well, I'm for one not in the mood to play along. So if moderate voters are what you need to win, Go ahead. Try to win with your moderate voters. Try to win while sticking your middle finger in the face of the Amazon and Walmart and Starbucks workers who sent in their 10 and $20 because they dared to believe in something better. Try to win while smearing the young people organizing for the Green New Deal as toxic. Try to win while insisting that Medicare for all is terrible in any way we can't afford it. Maybe you should talk to some folks about whether they can afford the status quo. Go ahead and try to win without this movement because most people aren't interested in voting for candidates who treat them like crap and view them with utter contempt. But like Mike, what you're not seeing, Crystal, is that they don't intend to win. They don't care about winning. They're on the same team as the Republicans. They don't care which side wins because they're all on the same side. As long as young people and working class people lose, they win. But you're on the right track. If we're gonna hijack them, either party, then we need to get some leverage. We need to amass some power, as you're saying. So while Donald Trump is doing whatever he's doing over the next four years after he wins, it's our job to defeat the Democratic Party. 
It's our job to primary every establishment Democrat. Let the Republicans do what they're going to do. Our job is to completely demolish the Democratic Party and build it up again from scratch. We need every blue dog, diehard Democrat to be vanquished, to be defeated, to be relegated to the dustbin of history. We need to do that right away. And then you'll see change. And you could do the same with the Republican Party. You could overhaul the Republican Party and relegate them to the dustbin of history. Both parties need to be overhauled, and then we might actually have something. But don't be surprised if the current Democrats don't have any use for us. They're not going to have any use for us. Our only job is to get rid of them. So hopefully I'll see you in Milwaukee, Crystal, and we can start this chant together. Enough is enough. We're burning your bust. Enough is enough. We're burning your bust. I'll bring some people with me, and I know you will too. Hopefully we'll be able to hear each other's voices and we'll be able to make sure that the voices of the working class people and young people are heard as well. See you in Milwaukee. Get on board the Bernier bus train. Come get on board the Bernier bus train. Once you hear that clickety-clack, there ain't no time for turning back. Get on board the Bernier bus train. The preceding episode can be viewed on the YouTube channel Bernie or Bust Television.